seen Gone Girl? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know that, that movie is so good. You know that weird cop in Gone Girl? Like, the, the skinny cop that's just kind of like, he's unlikable? He's like, yeah. Mm, it's been a while. I'd if, have to if, see it too. If you rewatch it, you'll remember. Yeah. And he uh, he's the guy in Almost Famous because he's like in love with Kate Hudson. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. I, I gotta go back and... I don't remember much of... I don't remember the other characters outside of Doogie, the woman, and Ben Affleck and Gone Girl. And his sister. I remember her too. But I don't remember any of the other players. The girl that was hooking up. But with. I don't think they were the the main focus of that. Like no one left Gone Girl and was like, that cop was fucking sweet. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the lady cop was cool because yeah. she was like about justice and shit. Yeah. As we are. Yeah, we're yeah. So, we're so about we're justice. very about justice. Totally. Yeah. Oh, good. We're, okay. So you haven't seen Almost Famous? That's not that big a deal. Okay. Well, thank um, you. We yeah. just did with uh, Lindsay Smith from Flight Cleveland, who owns Flight Cleveland. She came on. Last week, and um, she had a couple ones that were a little more frightening. Where you're like, like where "What have basement you have you been living in?" Like <laughs> she didn't know anything, no. but then she would know something that she shouldn't know. Like, <laughs> but she knew like who the executive producer was on Boy Meets World, or something. <laughs> like she'll know that, but she doesn't know like Godfather quotes. Yeah. It's well, whatever. She was a very nice. You person. know, Lord of the Flies. She's like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, uh, Stephanie Haney, thank you for coming in today. We've been trying to do this for a little while. We have. I'm happy yeah. to finally be here. Yeah, Woo-hoo. I am too. Um, and we can do it in person, so that's good too. That's why. And I know that was kind of the hang up at first, which I completely get. Because other ones like Andre too, uh, you know, also was a little. I, with your guys' jobs, I know you're very limited as to what you can do. Same thing with Squire. When he came on, we've been talking to him for a little while about that, but because of what he does with iHeart Cleveland, he was still going into the office. So the office, if you want to call iHeart Cleveland that, yeah. and what he does, the office, but still. So I get that. I'm glad. We're all vaccinated now. Yes. Um, I actually got three, just to be oh, safe. Oh, yeah. went for the bonus round, huh? Yeah, well, they were like, it's complimentary. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I snorted one. It didn't even, I didn't even get high, so yeah. I don't even think it Not works. sure that was a vaccination, mm. but you did do yeah, that. No, <laughs> Jeffrey gave it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sure that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so we were... Um, Brian mentioned something to me right before you got here that you've studied improv. I did. You know, this is so funny yeah. that we're talking about this because I was just having a conversation about this the other day unexpectedly. I, yeah, I took an improv class when I lived in L.A. The Upright Citizens Brigade. Yes. How was that? So, Because that, that was based in – I don't know that they – like. I didn't know they moved because I knew they were Chicago-based because they were like, they're really famous in the 90s mm-hmm. with like – you know, Amy Poehler, and I think Steve Steve Carell, or he tried out for him or something. He did Second City, I think. Oh, yeah, Second City. But, oh, sorry, I think it was just because, like, they were all based in Chicago. Like, this, and most of that SNL cast, I think a good part of them come from the Upright Citizens Brigade and from Second City. It's kind of like the the -hmm. farm club, if you want to call it that. Yeah. But a lot of them got their start there, because we've been to both. Uh, second City and Upright System Grade, you walk in there and, I mean, you see for like the last 30 years, anyone that's anyone that's actually been there for at least for a little while there. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, it's great. And uh, they have, 
you know, they've got offices and classes and stuff in New York, too. So I actually was thinking about taking more classes with them when I was in New York, but I never got around to it. But I did do it out in L.A. Yeah. How, how was it in L.A.? Like, what, what, did you just always have effects for improv? Uh, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, I'm always just trying to do weird, random things, and that was the weird, random thing I feel like doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be like a Swiss army knife of just, like, entertainment. <laughs> like, like, you do, you do a- legal... You're you have your own podcast, like you studied you studied improv. I don't know how many I don't know if you did any plays, but like you, you I feel like you always I feel like you're like I always need to be busy. I feel like you're you're probably like, yeah, I just love doing things. I do like to be busy. I say that I'm better when I'm busy. When I have too much free time, that's when I get like procrastinating ish. So mm. I like to be busy. You don't yeah. seem like a lazy Sunday type person where you're like well, you know what? <laughs> uh, your girl can sleep in. Okay. <laughs> I'm a night person. The pandemic helped with that. Yeah. Everyone was able to adjust, turns out, oh, I guess I can just lay on my ass. You yeah. know, throughout the winter, I actually had this rule where I just, I won't wear real pants on a Sunday. It's only leggings. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a, con- yeah, uh, that's how I know that we're, that I'm going somewhere um, when my wife is wearing jeans. Like she'll like like be walking around in jeans like nine in the morning. I'm like, do we have, are we going somewhere? We got plans, babe. Let's go. Yep. Put on and the I, pants. And I'm just like panicking. Yeah. I'm like, I'm looking for my pants. I'm like, is it a pants day? Yeah. I I think that's a normal thing. I think like the leggings and the yoga pants, those are that those became the 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 staple. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know right away. I'm like, oh shit, I did not pay attention at dinner last night because we're supposed to be somewhere in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it turns out she's like, some days she's just like, I just had to put on real pants. We're not going anywhere. I get that. I do. Yeah. But I don't I don't uh, want to even pretend that it's a pandemic thing. No, I just really do. I do actually like a lazy Sunday. The rest yeah. of the days are pretty packed. Pretty packed. Yeah. I like a lazy Sunday. So are you from Cleveland? I am from Canton originally. Okay. Canton. Lived there for quite some time and then, you know, left for a while. But I'm new to Cleveland. So when I moved back here two years ago, it was very much for me like discovering a brand new place. Because when I was down in Canton, you know, I lived there all through high school. So went went away for college at 18 and then after college moved away. And we didn't hang out in Cleveland. Yeah. So coming here, I was really kind of coming to a city with fresh eyes. Yeah. Similar. I'm from Akron. So, uh Move it like when I was younger, Cleveland wasn't a place that I really came up to hang out at. People obviously mm-hmm. do that now. It's very different now. Like it was much more a uh, more of like a cautionary tale. Like when I was in Cleveland, because that was the old flats too, where it was mainly just like underage drinking and stabbings. Mm-hmm. Like that's <laughs> the only thing it was known for. Uh, but yeah, it's it's much much different now. So you, you've only been here two years. Two, yeah, almost two years. Yeah, that was my my vibe too. Though, and when one I was of those years was 2020. So how are you <laughs> enjoying it? 2020, right? I know. <laughs> how are you finding Cleveland? People yeah. are like, "Have you been here? Have you been here?" And I'm like, "I haven't been anywhere." Yeah. Because I was here for like five months before everything shut down. Yeah. Oh man, jeez. We we all have different. Because I grew up I grew up in Old Brooklyn, which is like on the other side of the Steelyard from downtown. So I always like just saw every time I had a bad day, 
I was like, I can't go to the city, and I would just see Tower City. I'd be like, Whoa, that place is magical. <laughs> like, I, I, then I, you I step honestly, in it, you're like, Oh, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> then I was like, Okay, don't bring cash. <laughs> just, we so we would make pilgrimages up here for shopping and stuff, yeah. but mostly I was just coming up here for like Browns games yeah. and baseball games with my dad. Yeah. That's the one. The the the, the tower. That's just something that they've and maybe with you know the day and age now, there's no need to do it, but they just never really figured that part out. It doesn't seem because they've done so much cool stuff like in downtown especially because downtown mean? again wasn't let me just who, who do you name three people that have been the tower city in the last four years oh yeah because <laughs> i don't yeah. know any yeah it's a it's a kind of a ghost they I don't did. really have much in there anymore yeah. yeah i did pop in there for breakfast sandwich literally once in the past six months I'm on a, a never-ending hunt. If anybody listening to this has a recommendation for a good breakfast burrito, <laughs> so yeah, we let talk. me know. You're in love with breakfast burritos. Oh, so yeah. I love them. Uh, Great Dog them. Diner right down the street's really good. Okay, I'm adding it to my list. Yeah. <laughs> Ga- I will actually, get one on the way out of here. <laughs> a great one, Gabe's Family Restaurant in, in Old Brooklyn. Mm. That it's like a that's like one of those like family diners to you know like on, especially on Sundays it's packed yeah. or like Saturday nights because everyone goes to church and like I could kill for some games and all the servers are like we just left church too <laughs> what do you want <laughs> perfect I thought, I thought, yeah. does it have to be a burrito yes okay it does I'm a big fan of the the bigger the tortilla the better wrap me up in a flour tortilla I just want to <laughs> okay. do you have a tortilla blanket or something in your house <laughs> I have a tortilla snuggie yeah oh That's there you go <laughs> yeah. you like become one with the tortilla <laughs> I just snack on it yeah <laughs> It's actually kind of a good idea. You're like, what are the bite marks from your dog keeps biting? Yeah, it's Keep my dog. The dog. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy Winston. Dog. He did Winston. that. Winston keeps biting. Eventually, it. it's just like a hand towel. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you lived in Canton, then you went to college. And so, how did you kind of get into the news aspect? I mean, I, I want to talk about all the different things, but what I found out obviously is the your uh, your uh, uh, your news background. So is that something you wanted to do? Did you fall into it? Did you pursue it? How did that end up? It was quite the windy road, actually. So um, I was totally – I really – it was just inevitable that I was going to find my way back here. I was totally the kid in second grade who made the class newsletter and passed it around to everybody. <laughs> and also I had this little like – <laughs> like newsy gossip website that I made in eighth grade. Oh my god! So I was in eighth grade. In eighth grade, yes, chickpages.com. <laughs> it was. Can we still find that? I, I tried to find it actually. It's no, it's not up anymore. Uh, I mean, I stopped paying the hosting fee. So yeah. what are you gonna do? Oh, they really. I actually show. might just kick in for the hosting fees just to see what kid <laughs> yeah. you trashed in eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was well, more Brittany like... thinks she looks hot again today. Yeah. <laughs> no, Brittany looked good every day. Okay. It was not that. It was very much like who's dating now, who used to be dating who broke up who was making mm. out in the storage closet at my party last uh, weekend okay it was that kind of thing did you ever have like a really bad week of school you're like oh guys i'm not usually like this but karen she's really bad with the school lunches <laughs> i don't think she puts any effort into the sloppy joe like you just had one day you're just like i'm just gonna break your first heart and that's post. how you got into actual news right right so <laughs> for trashing that poor if woman you can <laughs> believe it after that investigative start i got away from it for a little bit and I uh, went to law school after college. That was always the plan. Yeah. And when I was in law school, that's when I started getting interested in the entertainment industry and doing some different things. And so I moved out to L.A. to pursue that. So while I was out in L.A., uh, I met some friends, and they went to this hosting school. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. Yeah. So I got very interested in hosting. And 
got a little bored and just wanted to do something with a little bit more substance. Yeah. So then I went back to school for journalism at USC when I was in LA. It's that keeping busy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's how I ended up here. What, did you want entertainment law or did you know what kind of law you wanted? Oh, no, definitely not. Um, no. I did a little bit of entertainment law when I was in LA at the company that I worked for. Some contract negotiations and stuff for people. But um, I wanted to run my own nonprofit, actually. Okay. Oh, no way. Yeah, I wanted to do that. And I also was very into public defense. Yeah. So I was thinking about maybe going the public defender route. Because mm-hmm. you, re- you really are all about justice. I really am yeah. all about justice. <laughs> justice? Well, because justice is skewed. Like, as a kid, like, you think justice is... Something that's not like you. You get older, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's hard to explain it, but cause... that was that was one of the reasons why I went to law school is because I just really felt like the law has this opportunity to be a great equalizer, but yeah. often it's not mm-hmm. because people don't have access to representation, and yeah. there's just I mean there are so many things that people don't have access to, but that's just one very crucial element. I mean, if you just look at the way I could get off on a tangent on this, yeah. but if you just look at the way crimes are treated you know mm-hmm. we we lose sight of the fact that you are innocent until proven guilty yeah. you are charged with the crime that does not mean that you should be locked up because you can't pay a cash sum to get out of there mm-hmm. that's just that's absurdity yeah. to me it's it's well, funny it's, uh, I, gosh, i'm getting I, animated and back yeah, yeah oh i get it I, no that's my fault i assumed you were okay and comfortable with the mic and apparently i'm not you're smacking i'm around. total total <laughs> novice i like where you're going with it because it's the thing to some people some people can look at someone that's been arrested three times and go, oh, yeah, no, he should just stay in jail. Then other times, like me, I'll be like, yeah, based off the crime. But also, it is very hard for someone, especially if you've, been, if you've made a mistake once. I mean, every case is different. Every person's different. I've been but, arrested three times. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's hard. And here I am, out and free. I, under, I do understand that once you're in, like, a lot of people have, like, ments- like they, they have problems and they get used to, like, being in jail. And, like, there's a whole process. There's a whole mental process that not only like people go through but also the system goes oh you've been in j- just throw them i think again. the more mental thing is the is the perception the mental perception people have of that person not even necessarily though i'm sure someone spending a lot of time in jail is going to have that yeah. but i mean try convince oh you know i just found out about this place there's a place on the east side and it only hires What's I know it called? what I you're talking about. Oh. It's this restaurant, and it only what hires it? people who have been convicted of yeah. things. They're all, they're all former. It starts with an E. I think it starts with an E. I'm going to find it because Haley told me about Fact it. Haley from the, uh, yeah. <laughs> from the bucket list. She told me about it. What mm-hmm. happens with it? So um, they, they own they every, only everybody that, that works there. It, it kind of is, is in mind that because it's, it's harder for especially like maybe – I don't want to know if you want to call it like a, a, a hardened felon or anything like that, but somebody that maybe has like a felony, whether it be assault, robbery, something like that, it's very difficult for them to uh, to get a job. Now, the reason for Edwin's, that was it. Thank you, Carissa. I knew it started with <laughs> I was just looking it up right movement. now, and uh, and Carissa just texted me, Edwin's, stop, put your phone down. <laughs> but uh, um, but those, uh, those people... Um, they they will have a harder time finding a job. They'll have a harder yeah. time finding a good job. And yeah. then and there's a lot of instances of like a lot of times the employers will take advantage of the fact that they are a felon and maybe pay them less. There's there's a lot of a lot of problems with that. But yeah, as soon mm-hmm. as yeah, it's it's Edwin's. I think all of them are. Reformed uh, convicts mm-hmm. or felon, whatever you want to call. It. I don't know the proper terms. Right, they've been <laughs> imprisoned and now they're out. Right. Yeah. And you know, back to your point, Brian, that you were talking about uh, how it gets tough is when yeah. we look at the prison system. 
it, it, what's the purpose, right? There's all sort of different sociological theories. So in my undergrad, I studied sociology with the concentration in criminology, mm -hmm. and we very much looked at the purpose of the prison system. Is it rehabilitative? Is it incapacitative? Is it uh, to make some sort of restitution? Yeah. And I don't know that we have a good answer to that. I mean, yeah. it certainly seems just to be incapacitative. Yeah. Because the, 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 the whole theme of it is to reform someone to go back into society normally to function. Right. But a lot of times, uh, it's not the case. It just trains people how to live in prison, or it trains them, oh, you fucked up, you're no, you're no better, you're not going to be any better. And I mean, it's, it's obviously got to be different for every... I've never, been to, I've never even been to jail, so like, what do I know what I'm talking about? But I, it's, it, I, I know a lot of people that like went to prison, and there's a guy, Kevin Ballou... Uh, he's a good friend of mine. He went to prison, and he does this great. He has this great uh, group of people, and they had this huge prison reform. Like they're working on they're they're working on laws. Like he was he was protesting at uh, in downtown for it. He started a whole protest about like prison reform, give people that come out of prison better chances at like a normal awesome. life outside. It's really cool. I also I, love a good protest, just yeah. in general. I just love people out there just speaking their piece. Oh, yeah. uh, my favorite one is the one. Uh... Oof. It's the people, the 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 same three people that stand outside the abortion clinic. They're doing doing God's work. Yeah. It's right. the same three people. It's this I don't, took a turn. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is that not count? Not a protest? No. <laughs> it's the same three people, and it's just every their day. Their signs. How are, many times do you go to the abortion clinic, Joe? I don't go there. I, I drive by it. You like every day? I go to the abortion clinic. <laughs> no, it's right. It's, it's uh, I drive by it like probably multiple times a week, and it's the same three people. Yeah. And. uh they, they must are, have a lot of free time. Uh, yeah. No, it's just it's the same way. I, I have to go to the no, same place every you, time. No, not you, them. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just saying, if it's the same ones every day. She's talking about them, you're like, no, it's it's my route. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not purposely driving by the abortion. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna see it's about that time, honey. Put yeah. on your pants. We're going past the abortion <laughs> Is it a pants clinic day? Yeah. <laughs> no sweatpants. We want to look good. <laughs> yeah. Did you do anything coverage like for the, the, the Cleveland protest? Um, I didn't because we had such a team down there to already on the weekend that was handling it. I mean, not when it actually happened. Yeah. Only after the fact, of course, and then telling people stories that were there and, you know, what the what the results have been. I think we did a look back the other week because it was just recently the one year anniversary of yeah. the death of George Floyd. And I think yeah. we did a look back at where things are here in Ohio. And, you know, here in Ohio, when we look at police reform, there were some lofty promises made, and there has not really been any progress on those points. Uh, it seems like there's a lot in, in like, countrywide mm -hmm. that uh, it's – I don't know. That's another one that can go – this could be a 10-episode series <laughs> on just the prison right. reform, the police – I mean, the, there's so many. It's It's a – and, and I'm not claiming to know the answer to it. I don't, but it, it, it's a, it's one of those things that seems to be a lot of talk and a frighteningly amount of little action that actually gets done. It's like talking to kind of end the conversation and, you know, hopefully the public then gets focused on something else and then everything yep. is just kind of, you know, goes about the way it used to be. Right. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. So um, your podcast. So I mentioned this to you uh, um couple weeks back when we were still trying to schedule everything. I really like your podcast a lot. Thank um, you. Because yeah, it's, in, in, it's one of the things that I told Brian about was that uh, your podcast is a – sometimes when you see, when you hear it's a news podcast, people are like, well, yeah, well, like, what kind of news? Yours is actually just news, and that's why I like it. Um, it's no bias. It's no – like you're just like, this is what's happening. 
And it's the facts. Yeah, it's just it's facts pure it's facts. The, it's what's going on that I think. Obviously, you're not going to be able to cover every single newsworthy thing in 15 to 20 minutes. Um, but you're covering, I think, the things that, at least at that time or that day, I think are some of the more important things. You're just giving updates as far as what's going on. Um, that's the thing that I think a lot of people, and I did want to, I, I wanted to get your opinion on this, is how do you think people are perceiving media nowadays and, and not specifically obviously like you but if you have examples of you i'd love to hear that too but like obviously like the bigger ones like the foxes the cnn's the msn it's just so it seems like for someone like me it's very torn apart and even when i'm watching whether it be a small five ten minute segment or a uh, an entire 40 minute episode whatever it might be i still feel like and i think a lot of people do have a feeling that they're getting pieces of what they want to tell and not the entire story and there have been obviously examples so well i mean on tv you're definitely getting pieces because you've only got 30 minutes exactly. or an yeah, hour yeah. or whatever your format of your show is too so in that respect yes sometimes you are only getting pieces i mean yeah. that's the beauty of my role is very multi-platform so you know i do the segment for tv i do that podcast which is called three news now yeah. and that's literally pulling the top stories on our website so those are the things that people are interested in so on the one hand you know sure i curate it and i'll pull things in sometimes that aren't necessarily the most clicked on just because you got to keep people up to date on the stories you've been covering and yeah. bring the context in and let people know what they need to know too but there is a little bit of a beauty to that in that i don't necessarily dictate the show it's what people are clicking on and interested in. Mm -hmm. And so back to the point of, yes, you are getting pieces of things in a TV show because you're limited in that format. Then there are the shows that are on 24-7. Like, you, there's so much on Fox. There's so much on CNN. So they do fill a lot with opinion. Yeah. And, you know, those... If you're a casual viewer, you might get frustrated because you feel like you're being inundated with opinion but they bring in the people to bring in those opinions. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yes. And, and I think that's makes complete sense. And that's actually in terms of like, if you ever watch like a show, like, uh, uh, like maybe like a Bill Maher show or, or, or really any of those, uh, you know, they call it like the, the, the four corner news where they just have like, you know, everyone's picture in a different mm. corner and they all discuss. And I mean, scream at each other. Mm -hmm. Like those are really hard things for me to watch because, you can just kind of say, th at least my opinion, people can say things. You know, I, and I think, not surprisingly, Fox is one of the worst ones at this, in my opinion. I don't like it. Just because it's, you know, let's let's have uh, you know Tucker Carlson up here. I'm not picking on him. It's just the one I thought of. Uh, the two Fox News correspondents and then the one that's the, 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 uh, the, the liberal correspondent. Let's ask that person a question and all three of them then bury that guy with, this is why you're wrong. And then, But it's only five minutes. Mm -hmm. And it's really, really difficult to watch. Um, and almost impossible to listen to because then it's just people talking over each other. Well, and it's tough, too, because, I mean, we've been sitting here for however long we've been sitting here, too, and we've had multiple conversations already. But you've got you've got that five minute window. Yeah, you don't yeah. have the time to get into the nuance. You don't have yeah. the time. You know, you hope and you want to assume that these people that are coming on are well produced and that they're they have facts to back up the things that they're saying. Yeah. But we're not being presented with those facts right in our faces because yeah. of the t limits of the constraints, you know, of the the show setting or whatever. That's why I just love a good online article. <laughs> you just yeah. get into it. You just read it. It's just you. You're reading it. You don't need to hear anything else. You come up with your own opinion. 
And then you can read another article. Your opinion can change. With a link back. Oh, mm -hmm. I love a good related link that's contextual, <laughs> and you can go yeah. back to the original source. I love it. For when you said link back, I immediately was going to crank that like Soldier Boy. I was like, <laughs> link back. Yeah. <laughs> I, is that not what you meant? It's, that's that wasn't exactly a what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> you. I'm so glad that you picked up on that. <laughs> a link back. <laughs> I, I like. Uh, I, I. I. I'm so like every day with the news. Like not all news, but I I do understand that like in reality like that you you do a really good job because again it's all facts. But again like TV, it is I think it is news obviously. But there's also got to be a little bit of entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like you're not gonna have someone who's like really boring being like it's 32 degrees out today. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, bring your sweaters. Like you're like no, it's 32 degrees out, man. Go fucking sledding. <laughs> like, <laughs> And you're like, whoa, dude, I kind of want to go sledding. That guy, like, it's cold. He sold me on it. It's cold, but now my heart's warm. If in your next episode, <laughs> now my heart's warm. Oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, there's got like, I don't agree, but, like, also, like, like Fox, I don't like Fox, but, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that like it, and they're just like, well, we got the ratings back. We could switch it up, but this is working. And, I mean, all those guys are really entertaining. Like, every, every time, like, there's someone, like, that comes on, like, on the news, like, CNN or something, that guy's always, like, he's super, like, my job's in the line. I got to kind of make somebody laugh eventually or just kind of have, like, a wig that's, like, the hair piece is falling out or something. <laughs> I don't know. I we're, we're really going for the stunts, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's about, it's, you get into a real chicken and the egg situation here, right? So, like, yeah. people are watching that because they like the drama. Yeah. You know? Yeah, people People are into it. And there is an entertainment factor to it, too. And it just comes down to knowing your audience, too. You know, if you want something that's pretty hotly contested you know where to go to get that mm -hmm. if you want something that's a little like lighter you know where to go to get that yeah now if you want just the facts and thank you by the way that's nice of you i appreciate the compliment yeah. about it being just the facts oh, no yeah. but if you want just the facts i mean you got to go to like the associated press or like reuters mm -hmm. you know that's where you're gonna get that just straight up total facts you're not even gonna necessarily get like color from human people interjected into those stories you're really going to just get kind of like a readout of like a bullet point of this is what happened yeah i prefer i prefer that i like i well, like just... and i think to your point i think you're right i the people i think most people do like watching that conflict even even within their we news don't have enough and, drama in our everyday mm, lives and they no. like leaving and they like yelling oh tucker carlson totally he didn't give me and then but they'll go back the next day and they'll watch the same thing because they want to get upset about something that someone on fox or cnn or msn said and they want to talk about that that argument and then you're going to see that clip again on youtube and then you're going to comment on it people love that I mean, it's because we're in a very shareable environment right now. Yeah. You know, obviously the internet has changed a lot of things. It really mm -hmm. has democratized information in a lot of ways. But if you're thinking about when you're creating something that, yes, will be informative but also entertaining, a lot of things you want to think about are what's going to make someone feel something. Mm -hmm. Anger is a very easy emotion to evoke. It's a yeah. lot easier to evoke anger than it is to evoke humor or like a like a heartstrings yeah. kind of thing. Those are more challenging. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of I think the easy route to go is to go for the anger, to go to the negative. Mm -hmm. It's and, like getting into a fight with somebody because you're gonna get to, like you're gonna like get, like get, let's say you get a yelling match in. If that's someone like do you know in your life, the next day you're gonna talk to them and you're either expecting to yell at them again or to like not yell. 
So, like, let's say I'm watching the news and I hate that guy and he got me pissed off. The next time I'm watching, I'm gonna see if he gets me more pissed or if he gives me clarity. <laughs> <laughs> if he gives me clarity, like, and then you just and then you're just like, yep, I've been watching Fox News for 12 years. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. That's I, that's an interesting point because laughter is awesome, but yeah, it's very especially today. Oh, I think you're totally right. I think about Fox that. is I, also. I think it might be at least it's up there one of the most highly rated watched new shows in the country for like 10 years mm. and i think people really like that they do love that conflict yeah a uh, tucker carlson and the i can't remember the other one's name but they, they i think people really dig that I stuff mean, who are people that watch the news like a lot i don't watch i don't really watch the news news i mean i do sometimes but like i i think a lot of people like my family like my my, my dad was paramedic my mom worked for a law firm raised three kids you know they do all that they go to work then take care of the kids make food Sit down on the couch, see what's happening in the world. And then the first thing they saw was like, yep, there's another murder in Cleveland. They're like, oh, again. And they're, they're just watching the news and they go to bed. It's like sometimes it's part of a ritual. My dad did that. Really? Just, 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 just watch My the dad news had like 3,000 channels on his television. <laughs> I, I don't think he knew. I don't think you were even. I think he just threw the remote away. It was on the same news channel all the time. <laughs> My mom's a big news watcher. Yeah. She keeps yeah. it on all day long. Mm-hmm. My dad's more of a reader. He likes to. Um, catch up online he's got his sort of just like news feed that goes to his phone or whatever but my mom keeps it on all day and all channels too yeah and plus with apps too like now uh well i didn't know before (laughs) because i because i don't know apps weren't a thing like 15 years ago really but (laughs) i mean even like if i go on like a website or so or if i download an app just like like i'll download the mcdonald's app I'll be like, oh, I want those free fries sometimes. You know, mm. like, but then I'll like, get the free fries. Extra and crispy like, hash browns. Yeah. <laughs> and the breakfast burritos. Yeah. Well, they put meat in their breakfast burritos, so that one's out for me. Oh, but, okay. That one's out. <laughs> but I'm a big fan of the extra crispy hash browns. Anyway, go Yeah, but, but so it's like, so I, I go, I download the app, and I get the free fries. I'm like, oh, cool. I got free fries. And I don't look at the app. And then I get you get that notification. is. There's uh, 99 cent fries. I'm like, man, I got those for free. And I go, and then I just ignore it. And like two days later, the app goes back down. I'm like, free fries. I'm like, yo, I can get free fries again. I'm so like, in. Yeah, the yep. news is like that too. Like I get like, especially like I have AOL, like the like for my emails and everything. So I do get. Wait, like, you have an AOL email address? I still do. You, I have AOL and Outlook. Are you okay? Who emails you? I'm not okay. No one. It's from like. <laughs> It's from my MySpace. I had oh, Jesus. Is it overrun with spam? Because if you have an AOL email address, after all this time, that's not overrun with spam. We need to talk. It kind of is. I can see how many emails. I have a lot of emails that I have. I feel like read. if I emailed you at AOL, it would just come back as undeliverable. Yeah. <laughs> like, you clearly typed this wrong. Like, I, I haven't checked it. I've had it on my phone just in case I accidentally used You know, like when you may want to make another Netflix account. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. AOL, TV Watcher 0994. <laughs> I, was a, I was a kid. It was my first email is that really it i, I swear it. to god yeah oh, oh god. i have thirteen thousand unread emails from aol <laughs> <laughs> they're all from aol too please come back yeah please come back we miss you do you want dial up and broadband <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> <laughs> if i see that guy skipping i'm gonna be so pissed join our myspace page yeah join our myspace i forgot the point where i was going but <laughs> sorry well no it's like the news does like the apps <laughs> I can't believe they just came down. Yeah, fuck, fuck. <laughs> AOL's dope as shit. They got good news. I do. I got. I do How watch. Do you know, you have thirteen thousand unread. Well, what no. are the news you're getting? You're but, not reading. But they give me <laughs> notifications from the AOL app, so I click on it sometimes. Like, no way, Hunter Biden's in the news again. Like, <laughs> like something pops up, and I'm like, oh, okay. And I keep. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to AOL for another couple weeks. <laughs> but like the the news apps, 
This is the point. The news apps do do that. They, they'll give you that little slider mm-hmm. and you click on it. That little like, push notification. Mm-hmm. We yep. do that. We push my podcast. Yeah. There. <laughs> Three I things s- to know with Stephanie Haney. And then it's like, listen to Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> listen now. Yeah. Listen. Sometimes it literally says, listen now, exclamation point. That's yeah. a command. <laughs> yeah, like, it's actually just a request, please. You're like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I have to listen to this. <laughs> how, how did the podcast start? The longer one or the daily one? Daily. The daily one started because I was just doing it on Instagram Live and Facebook and YouTube, but I got a message from someone who said that they would enjoy doing it as a podcast. Okay. And it's something that I had actually suggested previously because it's it's simple to rip that audio and put it up as a podcast. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we're just meeting people where they want to be. And I think that's what you have to do is you need to meet people where they want to get their news. you got to totally. come to them. Mm-hmm. I very much agree. It, it is. It's a good idea. It, it, it's a, and it's a good quick hit idea, too, because uh, I think the uh, – uh, Probably another reason why some of those kind of like five minutes condensed segments are popular is because they're five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. attention span is also something that Americans are not great with, and yeah. they need kind of like it. They need it fast, instant, and then they want to move on to whatever is the next thing that they got coming up in their day. Totally, it's a and good idea, and it's good. it's produced well too. Thanks. It's very very well done. Yeah. And what I think is great about it, particularly, is because I'm pulling all the stories from our website. You can get more. If you've got a question, if you're more interested in it, you can go directly to the website. The story is right there, and it's the nitty-gritty details that we don't necessarily get bogged down in in the podcast, but the and then links to the backstory and all the context and all of that stuff that's so important. Yeah. Okay. You, what's, it, what's it called on essays? It's uh, like... You know, like, after you do an essay? The footnotes? No, no. Yeah, it's a footnote. Is that where you, like, leave, like, the links to where you got the information from? Oh, yeah, I forgot what that's called. I haven't been to school in so long. Me neither. You know, oh, like you mean a, like a bibliography. Yeah, oh, kinda, yeah, that's bibliography. Where you're citing your sources. Yeah, yeah. So you could listen to yours. Oh, you want more information? Boom! I could just click on it down right. over here. I and did not make this up. It is online it, on wkyc.com. It is real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is one of the worst feelings ever in my life when I would get done with my paper and forget to cite all the sources. I have to go back and oh, they're like, "Don't forget oh, yeah. the bibliography." I'm like, "Fuck." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember where I got that. Oh, I think yeah. John told me yeah. most of this. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. I never had that problem, as you can imagine. I, I, I can tell because you went to college twice. <laughs> That's true. Three you're like, you're like I, oh, three times. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to keep killing it. I know. I'm so done. <laughs> Until like six months, you're like, oh, man. Let's try being a doctor. I got an itch. <laughs> yeah. Right. What's, that, what's that one toy game where you pull out all the, the parts? Operation? operation? Yeah, you're like, I just played Operation. Man, How I want to be a surgeon. I, honestly, if anyone's listening to this, they would never guess I was the older one. <laughs> yeah, I... <I'd, laughs> I don't know. I'm... I like, Operation, MySpace, AOL. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn kids. What's that one fuck, What's that one freaking game where the clown guy... There's too many channels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spotify, is, Spotify is cool with the new stuff, like what you were saying, because they... Like, weekly... Weekly on Spotify, they'll have, like, a new playlist, and then in between, like, two or three, like, they'll pick the songs that you've listened to or, like, songs that you might like, and they put, like, news, like, three-minute news clips, like, what's oh, going nice. on in the world, yeah. like... Oh, yeah, 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 I've seen it. That is that's good. That's really... I, I really like... Because I never would have thought, like, that would, they would do... I never thought I'd like doing that. It's almost like shuffle for news. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they just sneak it in there on you. It's like yeah. putting you spinach it, in your it. kid's smoothies or something. Yeah. <laughs> they and saying they're know. healthy. It's, it's like putting spinach in your breakfast burrito. Yeah. <laughs> saying you ain't yes. healthy. Also, it's right. so a vegetarian breakfast burrito. Pescatarian. Pescatarian. Okay. Yeah. What, so is the, what is the difference? I'll do seafood. And also, okay. too, I'm not um, – I would never be a straight-up vegetarian because I eat, like, cheese and stuff. Or I'm not vegan because oh, I eat okay. cheese and dairy. 
So it's pretty much like, because I don't know, like, there's pescatarian, there's vegan, there's, mm -hmm. you know, non-dairy is pretty simple. But I, I just don't, there's a, there's a lot of, like, mixes in between that I probably should know. Well, vegan, uh, they won't eat any animal products, like, not even honey, because that comes oh, from wow. bees. Yeah, I mean, well, and there are varying degrees of everything, but veganism, like, straight up pure veganism, they're not even eating honey. Vegetarian will do some dairy stuff you know yeah. they're they're cool with that they'll definitely if they enjoy honey they can have it under vegetarian <laughs> rules and then i just don't eat meat basically i don't oh, okay. eat any like beef or chicken yeah but shrimp is pretty pretty good yeah shrimp is delicious <laughs> i'm yeah. a big fan of sushi which is pretty much the only reason that i'm pescatarian i'm also getting more into salmon these days you liking salmon i am i don't i've never actually really had salmon Okay, so the reason I really like salmon, uh, we'll get back to that in a second. We'll talk just, about that in a second. I kind of just want to shift the focus to you and start asking right, you no, questions. Right, no, let's talk about no, it. No. What, what is happening? <laughs> this is, I don't think it's, I, I, I'm pretty stressed. <laughs> I kind of want salmon. Is all your money under your bed? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's in this little coin jar. <laughs> put it you in have there. a piggy bank? It's okay. I do have a piggy bank. My cousin, actually, my 12-year-old cousin, Christopher, he got me a piggy bank for Christmas a couple years ago. And I started laughing. He goes, it's so you could save your money because you're not good at it. And I was like, you're fucking 12. <laughs> <laughs> financial advice from a 12-year-old. Yeah, my family's like, Christopher's so smart. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? You I paid a phone like, bill He's today. like adding money to your piggy bank. You're not saving enough. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he gives you the piggy bank. He's like, I put $20 in there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you need it. You're <laughs> this, a poor dresser. This <laughs> is how little my cousin thinks of me. <laughs> he's like, just save your money. He's like, I've seen your comedy. Yeah. He's like, Oh, it's not gonna work. He's like, yeah. He's like, I didn't get those jokes. <laughs> I was like, well, you're 12. So, <laughs> okay. So you have another podcast though, too. I do. Yeah. Okay. This is the longer form one. That one's Busy. called it, Three Things to Know with Stephanie Haney. It's annoying. I have to say with Stephanie Haney because you have to search for it, or it also doesn't come up. So that's yeah. why. That's right. Totally. But, um, and it's longer form, and we talk about all kinds of different topics. Every episode has a theme. Well, that's pretty cool. So two podcasts, and you are right. I don't like, <laughs> I don't like telling people this because you mentioned like earlier, like I mean, it's not that big a deal. You just like put the audio out there. It's pretty quick. I, I, I think I even to Brian sometimes make this out to be a little bit more difficult than it actually is. Yeah. Like this will be up twenty minutes after you leave. Oh, perfect. <laughs> like, like it's it's actually, no time to rethink anything I've said. That's oh it. yeah, oh yeah. We also don't edit. <laughs> Better that way. Yeah. So it's 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 all going. It's all going up. But anything I should ask him about the stuff I say. <laughs> no, it's only happened like three times where someone's like, "Can you take that?" I'm like, "I mean, I guess." I'm like, I don't really want to because like these are like some of these are, like two hours long. So I gotta come out and then find it and then pull it out and then realize it really wasn't even that big of a deal. Right. So yeah, because I know little about this equipment. You, I mean, I know Joe knows a lot because I work with him. You obviously do it at your house too. So you, like, did you have any like weird weird problem like picking your equipment or you're just like, I just I just got the best of the I'm best. I'm such a tech nerd. I love oh, it. Oh, really? I love it so much. So I was, uh, I had my eye on the microphone that I ended up getting for a while. And yeah. I was trying different things out, too, because it's also on video. So that's an element for me, too. So mm -hmm. I was trying to see, like, what looked right and what was cool and yeah. uh, what was fine in the shot as well. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a trial and error there. And also, I learned some fun things about how condenser mics will really zap a battery. So you got to get the AC oh. adapter. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Actually, I did find that out. Uh, somebody, uh, my friend Jeremy has a studio in Tremont. He was telling me about that, too. Because mm -hmm. we I was looking at some new mics, and he's like, but you got you to gotta be careful, or yeah, it will actually 
it'll drain everything quickly if you're not actually you know paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And I did. That was a real trial and error situation. I had just I was so excited. Yeah. I was ready. I was starting the week. I was ready to do the Three News Now podcast with the new mic, and yeah. it kept cutting out on me. And I was so frustrated. I'm like, okay. <laughs> What's happening here, Instagram? Tell me. Yeah. Because I was too impatient. I, our tech team is also incredible at the station, by the way. They have all these answers. But I'm impatient, and I like to have the dialogue and conversation with people. So I was like, all right, tell me what's going on. And then I got messages back right away. And totally. people were very helpful. Hell, yeah. See, I'm visual. I need someone to actually, like, show me what actually – like, I had a similar issue a couple months ago when we were about to do a live show with our live equipment. And I was taking photos of the equipment and sending it to my buddy and saying – this is what it looks like. What's wrong on here? Mm-hmm. And he would just send it back, like, take that one down. And yeah. It, oh, yeah. yeah. I've done that. I had a light that I had to fix early on in the pandemic from home. And I've got a buddy that works in audio tech and all that stuff. I'm sending him photos. I'm like, why won't this light turn on? It yeah. turned on yeah. last week. <laughs> and so uh, it involved a soldering iron, but we got it fixed. Yeah. And the light works now. <laughs> So what was in, – in the, the COVID stuff comes up a lot because even though the, we're, we're obviously through a lot of it, um, it's still interesting, especially now because this is what's turning into like a really huge year for a lot of businesses. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I talked to were like, I can't – I wish I could stay open longer because I'm just getting bombarded with new customers, new this, new that. And they're, they're halfway through June and they're like, this is my best financial year already because everyone is – going crazy just trying to get out and spend money and do whatever because they were tired of being inside so for what you do and what you're currently doing what was that like for you like what adjustments did you have to make you having meetings with you know your station saying how are we gonna start you know keeping doing what you're doing but at the same time not meeting with each other all the time because you also one of the things that why we couldn't meet right away is because it just it wasn't i don't want to say not safe but it wasn't safe in terms of you couldn't risk you being exposed to somebody who might be sick. Right. So, I mean, like, what is that like? What was that like for you kind of having to do that? Mm, I mean, it was really difficult for me at first. I'm a very social person. Yeah. So (laughs) it was really, really difficult for me at first. I mean, I was a social person. Uh, Now I came here five months and they shut everything down. (laughs) Right. Um, So it was interesting, but we really kind of adapted to it really well. Honestly, I am in shock at the things that we were able to do and make work and just make it happen. Everybody was just kind of like, all right, well, we don't have a choice, so we're going to figure it out. You know, uh, and in a lot of ways, I think it opened our eyes to a lot of possibilities too. Like, you know, I'm talking with people over Zoom that I otherwise wouldn't be able to talk to if we were so married to that in-person interview situation. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there is really no substitute for being in person, but it's nice to know what we can do and have that capability. Mm but now, you know, we're we're just like everybody else. We're figuring it out more and more. People are coming back into the station. I'm in the station now for the 5 o'clock show, which is wonderful. Because it, I will you returned you. last week, right? Yeah, yeah. The delay from being at home, it's just murder. It's yeah. just murder. <laughs> was it like it was like five seconds? Yeah, well, yeah, and it depends, right? So finally by the end of it, and it depends on your Wi-Fi connection, so let's get more into the weeds on the tech side. Yeah. I was like, can you make my delay a half a second, please? And yeah. I literally, I ran nothing else while we were broadcasting because you were doing it from your iPhone at home because I wanted to make sure that my Wi-Fi was as strong as possible to try and get that back and cut oh, that down because yeah. <laughs> it's so awkward. You know, you're trying to have a conversation and engage with the people 
at home and engage mm-hmm. with the people who are in the studio. And by the time you start saying your thought, they've already moved on to the next thing. You're like, <laughs> okay, bye. See you next. See you tomorrow. I always love the delay on the news, especially like in the 80s. <laughs> they're like, what's going on out there? It seems chaotic. And they're like, It is, Brian. Thank you. (laughs) It's really crazy. Back to you. (laughs) I like how Stephanie's talking about how, like, awful it is, and you're like, yeah, but it's so entertaining. Well, that's that's also from, like, the professional, like, you know, news anchor person to the juvenile that gets a lot of joy out of seeing little weird things. (laughs) Hey, I appreciate it, too. I like it to get a little weird. I just don't like it when it's me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, news actually, news bloopers are the best bloopers on the planet. Have you ever been? Have you ever been in a news blooper? You ever Mm, a news blooper? Not that I know of. Because I love news. Like I do do love them too. I like. There's like whole like I go on YouTube like days to where like my phone's fully charged. I'm just on YouTube looking up news bloopers from December 2016, and next thing I know is like. August 2019, and I'm just like, my phone's at 20%, and I'm just like, oh my god, I gotta charge my phone, but I don't wanna, don't wanna end it, my phone dies watching news bloopers. Oh no. I I love the news arguments, like when there are two people that either just, that probably tried dating and it didn't work out, uh, or or there was some type of like, politics inside the news, there's a great one, and it's an old one, it's probably from like the late 80s, where this guy is interviewing, uh... Uh, it's just interviewing someone in an apartment about like a murder or something like that. And he's like, all right, that it? All right, cool. Back to you. And the guy's like, well, wait, ask her some more questions. And then the anchor and the, 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 the field news reporter just started arguing live on air. <laughs> know, and the woman's just sitting there in the apartment. It's like, <laughs> are we done talking about yeah. this murder? And they're just arguing about who's a better news person, who's a better editor. Yeah. And it's so It's awkward. super passive, though. I know what you're talking about. That's amazing, and I need to see it. Oh, oh yeah. I'll pull it up as soon as we're done. Okay, great. <laughs> I, I, I probably to. watched it 20 times. It never gets old to me either. It's like this yeah. kind of older guy that's really mad that this guy moved ahead of him and they discussed that on air too yeah. and uh, then they just start jabbing at each other and then he's like alright well back to you you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just went back last week mm-hmm. okay was that I mean you get that phone call you're probably pretty pretty jazzed up to start going back into the office you know it was it's it's been a challenge actually because you know my dog has gotten used to me being home and he oh, yeah. has separation anxiety and separation anxiety like next level uh, right now so what's actually good is because i can still do the podcasting and stuff from home i'm working from home the first part of the day and i'm going into the station for the show so okay, they've okay. been amazing and very flexible in that way which is awesome because my little dude is a little stressed out. <laughs> well, this has been very hard on him, on him as well. Mm-hmm. He's it, had to be with me all day, and then he's like, "Well, I just got just got used to you being in my space yeah. all day." <laughs> he's um, a precious yeah. guy too. Every he time is. you post on Instagram of him, he's got that like face of just like I'm content with just like hmm. <laughs> I can't. No one can see the face, but it's like yeah. I like I'll dogs. email it to them through your AOL account. Yeah, just email it to me. <laughs> I He's think all every- over my Instagram. You've got to check him out. Yeah. Once in the oh, yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, I've seen him. He's, uh, yeah, that, uh, we got our second dog right before the pan. It kind of helped out because she was a pretty bad dog. And uh, us being around all the time, you know, it actually did help a lot, too. Yeah, I don't know what they would do if we actually had to go back into the office. Like, if we both left the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'd be like, what's happening? Yeah. yeah, it's a challenge. We're working through it. Someone had suggested to me that I get another dog, and I'm like, I just can't. I can't. I love Winston so much. If I brought another dog into this mix, oh, it would be a lot. Yeah. Why is it always a solution to mm-hmm. like you know like 
oh yeah, I don't spend enough time with my dog. Get another dog. Like I, I see a lot of married couples of like, oh yeah, uh, yeah, we're not in love with each other as much. Let's anchor just baby. have a child. Anchor baby. <laughs> yes, anchor baby. Yeah, it's never not worked. Yeah, like, like oh, you have a problem with your one dog? Just get a second one. So this <laughs> is to keep Winston from leaving me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it may not apply here, but uh, yeah. <laughs> the point is, anchor babies work. All right, <laughs> noted. That's gotta because you're probably like. You're probably dealing with it before a lot of other people. Well, like, I, I no, has everyone returned to work? Because I know a lot of people aren't no, returning to work. Most people, I, I think that there's a higher number of people who now they'll never go back to work. I agree. Yeah. Now I that people know what's possible. Companies know, because yeah. companies, we talked about this a couple different, like, like business owners, but what happened, like, like for me, working from home, you'd maybe get it, like, one day a week. It was kind of like a luxury, like a, like a treat or something like that. And, uh... But they didn't want you to do it. Companies were very afraid of it. They thought productivity would go down. And I understand the concerns of it, but I think you alluded to, you know, once this happened with you guys, you didn't have an option. The news didn't just stop. You guys just, like, get on a call. We just got to figure this out. Because mm -hmm. the news is never going to end. Like, no, of course it's not. It's never going to end. No. Like, like, there's for, always going to I always just In think, some way, yeah. yeah. I always just think there would always have to be bartenders and shit. Like bartenders and like there's those jobs like, like churches like every week the church always has to be open. I and literally then all just saw an app that will now you can have just alcohol delivered to you. <laughs> oh yeah, it's called Drizzly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. aware of it. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you need a drink right now? How long yeah. is it? <laughs> have some beers. She's like, I'll drizzle it. It's cool. Yeah. It's, I, it's it's waiting for me outside the car. Yeah, <laughs> is it? It's, it's, it, that's an app in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Like right yeah. from Drizzly, I could just get like. Yeah. I just saw I just saw an ad for it the other day, and I'm the old I, I guy went now. From, That's <laughs> awesome too. God, we God. can't even go get our own beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think with uh, but with companies when they were forced because companies also they couldn't stop you know providing revenue, so once they were forced to have everyone work at home, they're like, oh, it turns out not only can we do this, we can save a ton of money by not having overhead of having floors or yeah. or, or actual like physical locations and. You know, me and I mean, I'm I'm not going. My my job's in Salt Lake City. You know, everyone I know is working remotely now. Mm -hmm. It's just no one. Maybe one or two people are going to the office, but it's it's rare. Yeah, I think we'll definitely continue to see hybrid situations because there are mm -hmm. some people who like to be in an office, and they, it definitely does have its pros in some situations. But I think there are a lot of people who have realized, yeah, I don't have to. And quite frankly, for me, yeah. I'm I don't know how I would get the amount of things done in a day that I get done at the office. It yeah. just seems to, I just seem to be more productive being able to do it at home. Yeah. No distractions. Yeah. yeah no, it's, and you just kind of get into a groove of it, you know? It is crazy that, sorry, I, I cut you off. You no, it's okay, man. What are you going to say? Uh, I was going to talk, <laughs> talk about my great grandson. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I know a lot of, uh, one of my buddies, he is, he like just got told that he can sign something for work if he wants to come back into the office or if he still wants to work at home. And it's just, it's pretty crazy. Cause again, what you were saying, both you guys were kind of saying was that employers like felt like nothing could get, could get done at home. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, it's kind of like, Oh, he's taking a day off of school or oh, it's just a day off. But yeah, it's easily mm -hmm. done now. Like even that mm -hmm. zoom really helps too. Yeah. They were just there when they were forced to, you kind of do if you want to call it a, an experiment, but yeah. as soon as they were forced to do it, and they all got together, like, oh, not only does this work, it actually works fine, yeah. and we have to do it anyway, so we might as well embrace it. And now they're like, you know, no sense, don't come back in. Like, I mean, my old job was uh, probably not till summer, end of summer, end of year, you're never coming back in. 
Like that was wow. the they're like, no, we don't want that. Yeah. I, I worry a little bit about like just like downtown Cleveland, like because where I worked was kind of like a, a business district. I worry about having a bunch of just like empty buildings down there now mm-hmm. because a lot of people or like the businesses. There was a, a little place down there called Al's Diner. I used to go to all they the time. Have a good I love. <laughs> <laughs> they okay. So ba- so we equate everything to breakfast burritos. You're you're gonna be on board. <laughs> but Al's like, Diner was that, that was my. I was like two blocks away. I'd walk there in the mornings. They they had great bread. They do have good breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but they call it a breakfast a breakfast wrap or something. They call it something else. So it's tricky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I came for a burrito. A wrap? <laughs> oh, also, uh, if, if they are still open, I think they are, uh, go there and just order hash browns. They will give you all of the hash browns. <laughs> they give you like a like a tub of hash browns. Is the place still open? I think it is. It well, is. I was there recently. Yeah. Where's it at? It's, it's uh, right on 12th? East 9th. East, East 9th, 9th in yeah. Euclid, I think. Oh, it's right before the, the one-way circle around. By the church. Uh, it's right across the street from that church. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. There, there's like, okay, downtown there's a lot of churches. Okay. Well, the one I'm talking about. Okay, the one you're talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they. Uh, but yeah, like I like places like that. Like I, I, I'm glad it's open. But that place had a lot of business from the from like the lunchtime was probably eighty percent of its you know revenue day. Yeah. So I, I, I hope it doesn't happen to places like that. I hope so too. Their hours are shortened. I do know that. I yeah. mean, they condensed it. But and they're the nicest people. It's like a little this like older couple they're the sweetest people on the planet too <laughs> they tell like you know i mean granted they do it to everybody while walking like how you guys doing how you been we haven't yeah. seen you in a while and then like it's fine and then i order <laughs> and then she does the same thing to the person behind me she doesn't know who i am but i felt good yeah <laughs> i mean i love going to a place that's called al's diner and it's really al that's giving you your stuff yeah oh yeah he's a, they're there every <laughs> day true. yeah they are there every single day yeah yeah that that's i i do worry about stuff like that because mm-hmm. i i'd hate to start seeing just empty building because what else are you going to put down there? Yeah. You know, and I don't know. Hopefully not. Maybe we'll see more co-working spaces or things like that. Yeah, for that would be cool. Yeah. Want to just get out, you know, have that change of scenery. Yeah. I always have like a cool visual from like movies about like Apple or anything uh, where like there's like bean bags and like a bunch of people just like kind of like, oh, what do you do? I don't know. <laughs> but everyone's working. You know what I mean? Like everyone's kind of hanging out. That's like a, but that's not, I don't think that's realistic right now. You know, but just like a comfortable, because like offices, I don't know if they're going to change because, I mean, my mom like works for a law firm and, but her office is like, it's very like typical office. Like everyone's got their little cubicle and it looks kind of boring. Like, I think this would be a good time to like make offices cool. Like every office has a PlayStation in the break room. Or, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just like change it up. Yeah. Just make it look like colorful and like artsy. But I, I think know, a lot all of, of them, like just because stuff. of everything, all of them will probably have to have more of like an open concept as opposed to like small condensed offices. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think that it's just going to be kind of more just kind of open and then little working areas. I don't know about the beanbags. I'll look into it. <laughs> uh, but like some of those, I, I think if they are going to do that, they'll probably change the layout for sure. Yeah. Like even like conference rooms, I think would have to be more kind of open air as opposed to uh, small rooms. Yeah. Cause like small rooms when that would ha- when that was happening, people who were trying to go in the office, they're like, no, we, you can't go in the conference room. Like, you'd be having a conference call with somebody who's 10 feet away from you yeah. because you couldn't be in a room with them because there'd be too many people. Right. So that would be my guess. But I I think it's going to be more just, 
you know, no one's going into work anymore. Yeah. They're just, they're saving too much money. That, that overhead actually can even save people if this happens, if something like this happens again and you don't have, like my company had three floors in downtown Cleveland. You know, if they didn't have to pay for that, maybe they wouldn't have to have laid off as many people as they did. Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so. definitely possible. Totally. I mean, hopefully it just doesn't happen again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's hope. Yeah. Mm. Can I just say I hope we keep social distancing a thing? I'm into social distancing. I love social distancing. When someone finally broke like that down for me, like in like March of last year, like here's what you need to do. I'm like, they broke it down, like stay six feet apart, wash your hands. And I'm like, who who wasn't doing this? <laughs> oh my gosh, give me the personal space. I feel you. Yeah. Yes. You ever go to the gas station, you need a Sprite, and someone's just creeping up, breathing on you? Like, hey, get away. Now and it was way worse, like with the pandemic. So I'm like, dude, it's literally illegal. <laughs> yeah. He's like, get out of here, you millennial or something. <laughs> Close talkers who yeah. are like all up in you with their breath and stuff too. Yeah. It's like, Ooh. Yeah. I don't uh, want to be standing in line like to get a drink and I can feel someone breathing on the back of my neck. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't like that prior to COVID. Yeah. So no. You know. It, that, that's not a way at like cause like clubs clubs in the city. I, I dig my my neighbor upstairs the DJ and he brought me to a, a club. And this is like still when the pandemic hit, and I walked in there and I was like, I don't think I should be in here. <laughs> like no one came. It was like the. It reminded me of like a speakeasy, like in like. I mean, I've never been to a speakeasy during Prohibition, but like you know where something was obviously none, none illegal, had, but people none, went there. None mm-hmm. of us have. It was yeah. like eighty years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like they were like bootleggers, but now it's just someone playing Tiesto. <laughs> And then like everyone's like, grinding, making out with strangers. I'm like, this is this is weird. It's it was weird before, but now it's like it's even weirder kind oh, of. Oh man, at the height of things, when I would walk my dog around downtown and I would, you know, walk through the flats and just seeing all the people who were together and so close, I was like, That is so uncomfortable to me and I'm yeah. like twenty feet away from you on the other side of the street. <laughs> it was yeah. weird. It was weird to see. Yeah. Yeah. Especially cause, you know, we didn't you didn't know. You mm-hmm. know, you didn't really know. I mean, obviously you didn't want to be that close to anyone anyway, but with all that going on, you didn't know what was what was real, what was not. You just knew how to be safe, and you're just like, "Do you guys have like internet? Do you know what's mm-hmm. going on?" Yeah, because some people just ignored it. Let me tell you about a podcast you should listen to. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm talking. That's what I'm oh. <laughs> I was thinking that, but then Joe's like, "Oh, really? What is it?" No, I wasn't. I'm like, "Gosh, she's a third podcast." <laughs> <laughs> no, there are so like I. Think... It's called distancing with Stephanie Haney. <laughs> yeah. One of your podcasts is with Stephanie. Haney. Yeah, with Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie nice. Haney with what Stephanie nice Haney. <laughs> Inside Stephanie Haney with Stephanie Haney. Yeah. <laughs> Where we explore all of my personalities. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I hope that there are like social distancing. I hope that stays around. But I also I also do still like wearing masks if you're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you if you're like oh I got the flu but I still like I know you're you're not supposed to leave the house if you have a cold or something. You're supposed to do it, but everyone usually like two years ago, everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm sick, but I still want to go to work." I know how rude of us, right? Yeah, like we oh, we kind of had like not that, saying that's... we had this coming, but I mean like we're not washing our we would get reminded to wash our hands and stay away from strangers. Well, <laughs> so, no, I, mean, I, I remember like when I'd be in the office, I, I remember this one woman, and she was very very nice, but she did this a lot. She'd come in, and she was clearly sick, and like someone would be like, "Why don't you just go home?" She's like, "I can't I have too much to do." We're like. <laughs> like you're missing the point here i'm not concerned about you yeah. you're already sick i don't want to get sick go home yeah. like that's just it's yeah. just common courtesy you know it, it's not a it's not a god i really admire your dedication it's like you're pissing me off because mm-hmm. i'm gonna get sick go right and you know that was that was a common thing it yeah. really was and we did have this mentality like it was it was a 
we didn't get have, give ourselves the permission to stay home if we didn't feel well. Yeah. And we weren't mm-hmm. thinking about the other people. And, yeah. you know, it was kind of, I had sort of like a gut check moment thinking about the vaccine. You know, people are going to do what they're going to do at this point. Everyone has the information, make your choice, whatever it is. But I didn't get the flu shot in the past. Yeah. And I was just not thinking about protecting other people it just it never occurred to me to frame mm-hmm. it that way in my brain i was just like oh i don't care if i get the flu i get the flu it's not that big of a deal yeah. but people die from the flu too mm-hmm. you know so me getting the flu vaccine is a way of helping me not pass that on to other people because i'm protecting myself from yeah. getting it you know yeah. and that was a real that was a real sort of light bulb moment for me i was like all right this is about yeah. other yeah. people that's Mine cool that the happened same. I like, Mine was I like the same because i never got the flu shot i got it one time and I got really, really sick, and I never got it again. But same thing, I never thought it, not in a malicious way, mm-hmm. but I never thought of it that way. I was like, oh, I got it that one time, and I got sick, so I'm just not going to get it. Yeah. I wasn't right. thinking about, it's not even necessarily just so you don't get sick. It's for everyone else that maybe don't have, that doesn't have a very strong immune system or is maybe more likely to get sick. I was, yeah. I didn't think about it that way, because I had, I had a, similar, a similar kind of like revelation when, uh, when I was sitting inside what seemed like a movie from the future. <laughs> When that military man was giving me a vaccination. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sitting inside CSU surrounded by military people. I'm just sitting there just like waiting for my, my shot. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Very yeah. scary. I didn't do it at the Wolstein Center, but that would have been an interesting experience to have. There have been many moments where I've walked around and been like, wow, this is super dystopian. Mm-hmm, like walking yeah. around downtown and those um, digital billboard things yeah. that were – it was like – Frank Jackson saying, "Do your part, stay home." It was so. It was yeah. like an episode of Back to the Future. I'm yeah. like, this is so weird. <laughs> it's weird. That, that's what it is. That's what it was like being in CSU. I didn't think about it till I sat down, and it was very well organized. But I've never seen that many military people in my life. Unlike Brian, I didn't live through Prohibition. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, you, 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 I'm, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> it was rough. It was a rough. Let me tell you, it was a rough time. <laughs> but yeah, like sitting there, and everyone is the same amount of distance apart. Sitting in the chair in this gymnasium. Surrounded by mil- not, I mean, they weren't armed, but I mean, still surrounded by military people, and they're pushing this cart through everybody, and they're like asking questions, and then they're giving you a shot, and I'm, it didn't register until like after I got my first shot, and they're like, maybe just hang out here for ten minutes, make sure you feel okay. I'm like, yeah, fine, man, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, I can't <laughs> yeah. believe that it's that this is that I've lived through something like this. Yeah. And I'm going to come back here and get my second one. And it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember yeah. being in downtown. I went to, uh, what was that? Was that Rebel? Was that what it was called? That place was in the middle of downtown. Yeah. Going there, not like early, like, like kind of like in the summer, like when the it started to loosen up a little bit. I remember walking through there to, uh, uh, to get some food and just not seeing anyone in downtown at like 11 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Well, everyone kept telling me when I moved back here, you know, because I moved back the beginning of September 2019, and then it was fall and winter, and it was there were some things happening downtown, but everyone's like, wait till spring, wait till summer. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, we'll see the town, like, really come to life. No, that didn't happen <laughs> for obvious reasons. But now seeing it uh, this spring and this summer, I'm like, okay, this is more of what people were talking about, because yeah. there has been a lot of foot traffic downtown. Mm-hmm. I went to the tribe game. The other night, yeah, yeah, I Friday, saw that. there was a lot of people there. <laughs> yeah, we went yeah. to it. Was packed. It was so weird. You guys were at the same game. Yeah. Oh, did you go to the Friday night game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the fireworks were so pretty. I saw the fireworks. I, I was downtown at that time, so we were all at the same place, but we didn't see each other. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I remember we were at the game, and I mean, more people were standing up just socializing than actually watching the game. It felt like because mm-hmm. that's what we were doing. Yeah, we didn't even go to our seats. We I, just kind of. I don't think around. we had seats, did we? That's, that's, <laughs> no one talks about this at any of these games. Standing room, you don't really need to buy the tickets for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can just stand over there. You see two. You're like, all right, someone, let's get it before someone snatches them. Before. Yeah, it was just it was a nice night. Yeah, and. You know, I'm not a huge, huge baseball fan, but I'm a big beer outside fan, mm-hmm. and uh, Same. and that's what we were we, we were doing. But you had to just kind of sit in there and just like, wow. So COVID's basically over, I guess. Because yeah. I mean, there were some people just like right on top. Oh, yeah. Even at a point, like we'd be sitting there trying to watch a game, and then it, as soon as more people are like, I don't, I don't even think it was like voluntarily. We're like, let's just move over here. We mm-hmm. just start yeah. you start getting kind of uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I think anything's gonna happen or anything like that, but still, I'm just, it's still kind of in the back of your mind. Right, and yeah. I'm just used to having that space. You know, yeah. I'm used to having it, so yeah. I like it. Well, we've been yeah. trained a year of we've been trained a year of don't leave, and you can't you can't even see your you couldn't even see your family for a year. And now it's I know. and it's slowly built to like normalcy or whatever, but. Now it's just now some people are like oh, I'm just happy to get out and you're just like yeah but I kind of trained myself to what a what a mean trick right I moved back yeah. here after being gone for ten years I'm an hour away from my entire family down in Canton yeah and I just I couldn't see them I know so many people had to deal with so much worse but that was tough for me because I was really excited to move back here and be close to my family oh yeah after oh, yeah, having yeah, yeah. been like a plane ride away a different time zone for so mm. long yeah but. Uh, I was really excited when I got to give my parents hugs for the first time. Oh, that was on yeah. Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. I was a uh, when we we were in Florida for New Year's and uh, I was watching I don't know something like on ABC or something like that and it was like the uh, it, it was funny because it was kind of portraying as like Hey, New Year's, what are you gonna do in twenty twenty one? And I'm like, I mean, COVID doesn't stop tomorrow, does it? Mm-hmm. But this segment was basically telling you that. Uh, but it was all these like like these people that hadn't seen each other, like people hadn't seen their never actually seen their granddaughter in person. Mm. I'm just sitting there on my in-laws' couch trying not to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, put on any game. <laughs> I don't even like baseball. I don't but even I do care. Like put on soccer. I don't care. Put on that show where they just yell at each other. Yeah. Put on Fox. <laughs> I gotta get fired up. Yeah. I do. I do hope we still keep masks, though. Like I'm again. into it when it's cold. Well, I th- yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I that was too. a good face warmer. I have too. Uh, I, he and I were walking around Tremont uh, uh, a little while ago, uh, earlier in the year, and I would keep my mask on because I was like, it's really cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really nice. It's like a little scarf. Yeah, yeah. it is. I for think your mouth. I think I, <laughs> a I think scarf. for a lot of restaurants, <laughs> it probably will. Um, just because they're like, you know, they're they lost so much. You know, so much revenue and time and anything like that. I think a lot of them still are just like, look, it's it's still our mandate. You know, we understand state, but we still require you to at least wear them to your seats. No big deal. Mm-hmm. I think most people will be like, I've been doing this for a year and a half. Why am I going to start getting pissed now? Yeah. Yeah. They got, I got to start getting like pimples all over my face from like like masks. Because I, I was in the healthcare. I was in, I'm in the healthcare field. I take care of intellectually disabled people. So that job, again, wait, I'm going to backtrack. So while everyone else is getting unemployment, which is awful that everyone, everyone got laid off at the same time, but while everyone else is at home unemployed, I'm like, ah, not me. <laughs> not me. No one else is going to run this house. So, like, me and all my, like, me and all the co like, we're all, like, kind of obviously scared. We got to wear masks and shit. But then we just got to be like, okay, we still, like, like 40 hours a week, you still got to take care of these people. Because, mm-hmm. like, a lot of the guys, like, can't take care of themselves. So, but that was... I did. I, I'll be honest. I did get angry though. I was like, ah, I was like, ah, I'm, I'm questioning my life and taking care of people and still you, going to work. And Joe is, 
hasn't worked in two months and is getting in shape and is happier. <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, not like, you, another like, Joe. Oh, I was going to say, like, one of those three things. Yeah. <laughs> no, not you, Joe. Another Joe. <laughs> yeah, I was not working. <laughs> Joe's like, I've been drinking a lot. <laughs> no, trust me. I had demons in April and June. <laughs> Shit got dire. <laughs> The, yeah, that yeah, I get. You're just like at the, you're like at your job trying to get fired so you can collect on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I just made no. out with that patient. <laughs> Please let me go. Can I get four hundred bucks? Like we're actually short staffed. You can keep. Just stop. Don't make out as much. Don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> Last time, that never happened. <laughs> um, when you're doing, because I, I listen to a lot of your back to your uh, your uh, your your daily podcast. So when you're covering things like uh, uh, the the Capitol Hill, you know, I know they wanted to call it a protest, but it was not. It, yeah. the, the Capitol Hill kind of the like riot fiasco, the riot. I mean, is that is that you're probably even getting more information than we're actually getting? Uh, it just, it, you might be. I don't know because I, I know you're reporting on a lot of it. But is that are some of those kind of hard to report on? They are. You know, there are times, there's a lot of times when there's video that we make the call not to show. Yeah, that's what I mean by you probably see more, get more information than you release. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's only in that kind of context. And usually, you know, we'll say, look, this this came across. We're not showing it because it's so yeah. troubling. It's so traumatic. It's so upsetting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, it could be intense. I mean, it, you got to decompress, right? Sure. You have to figure out how you decompress. What I like to do is mindlessly watch season four of Sex in the City on loop. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that's what I like to do. That's the end of a hard day. <laughs> and, and to clarify, when I say getting more, I didn't mean purposely withholding information. No, of course not. I meant like in that scenario, like mm-hmm. sometimes you're like, look, we don't have to say this part, and we can still get the story across. Sure, and here and uh, here's actually to that point. And, and this is not about purposeful omission, and this is not about keeping context from people. But look, I'm a journalist. I'm not a court reporter. I'm not a stenographer. Just yeah. because someone says something doesn't mean I have to quote them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's how you will see people slip in falsehoods to things. And just because someone says something, look, it doesn't absolve me of my responsibility as someone who brings someone news to yeah. say, so-and-so said, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You gotta. You still have to be checking that stuff. You need to make sure that the things that you're conveying, even if they're coming out of the mouths of someone else, yeah. are accurate and true. Yeah. That's just a little pet peeve of mine. Yeah. People well, think that you're like a stenographer, <laughs> and it's not true. Just because you say something doesn't mean I have to repeat it. Yeah, because you because you're, well, you're also looking second or third hand. If someone's like that person said this, like, well, you said that, but I don't know that person said this. And in your say. field, you have to probably what. <laughs> double and triple verify before you can actually report on it right yeah you can't just be flippantly putting people's commentary into things yeah and also I, I i could assume that not only you but a lot of other journalists like are looking at the big picture like with a lot like i i, I, have, I have a feeling that you're just you're not like oh i'm gonna do journalism to screw someone over you're like no i'm doing journalism to get the bigger point to spread it to spread the truth to people mm-hmm. another thing that i find interesting is you'll you'll sometimes find yourself in a situation where a story is going to upset somebody. It just is. Good journalism is going to make people mad. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you feel a lot of things, but good journalism will definitely at times make people mad, and you can't be afraid to make people mad. You know, don't shoot the messenger. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, these aren't my stories. Yeah. This isn't my opinion. This is facts, and I think that gets lost sometimes too. Yeah, that, that, seems, that seems like a hard part of the job because people – 
Well, it's not that people want to. It's 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 kind of that people are just angry, and if you're telling them something they don't want to hear, mm-hmm. the again it goes back to the anger part where, that you were talking about earlier. That they're just gonna get angry at. They're like, oh well, you said that we didn't like that. That's happening, but we're not worried. You just said it. You destroyed this little reality we have going on where life's all peaches and gravy. Yeah, that's a, it's my old man term. <laughs> peaches and gravy. Peaches and gravy. What an interesting yeah. combination. <laughs> but now it's and like savory. Yeah, everything isn't carrots and bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> what? Anything's not mouthwash and Bible papers. <laughs> And we could do this all day. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, I, again, I lose the fucking point because I'm an idiot. But, you, but well, I mean, I, kind of on top of it, do you get, I mean, do you get, like, kind of, like, insane, crazy messages from people who don't like the way something was reported? Sometimes, yeah. What are their names? <laughs> I'll DM them to you. We'll get them. Yeah. Was, was one of them TV watcher 44 at AOL.com? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Like going back and looking at the usernames now, I'm like, well, now that you mention it, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, because you mentioned like, uh, you know, don't shoot the messenger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people don't. A lot of people, people who will reach out to someone who is relaying a story, don't really uh, abide by that type of mantra. They're just like, no, shoot pretty much anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone that's within shooting distance. I'm gonna blame them for what I'm hearing if I don't like it. Right. And like people like you that are in the you know, you know kind of like a, a much more public atmosphere than the rest of us are you're i just i i'm always kind of curious when when and and blown blown back when uh uh people tell us about you know or, or share stories like or, or share messages i remember uh andre uh not he posted something he actually texted it to me and then he po- he tweeted it out of this guy basically giving him the shut up and dribble uh you know speech like stop talking about yeah, I get you're black, but you don't have to be black when you're talking about football. <laughs> and basically, like, in, in Andre's, like, this is why, you know, this is what's frustrating about my job. This guy's basically saying, I'm only allowed to talk about Cleveland Indians, Cleveland Browns, and nothing else. Just the stuff he likes. It's, it's, it's a weird concept, unfortunately. Like you mentioned, we're in such a shareable world now. It's just something that I, I was curious how often that happened to you. You know, it's not super often, but it happens. And when it does happen, I just try not to give the person the attention that they're obviously seeking. Yeah. Because that's sort of the motivating factor, I think, for a lot of that. Yeah. And also, too, I I love to engage with someone. I will have a discussion with you for sure. Let's talk about it. Are there some facts that you think that I might not be aware of? Let's let's have a discussion. Let's talk about it. Yeah. But you also very much, in like in all aspects of things, you got to know your audience. And some people aren't coming at you to start a discourse. Some people just want to say what they want to say. They want to spew a bunch of word vomit at you, yeah. and then that's it. And then they just want to put on earmuffs and mm-hmm. not think about it or anything. So you got to really kind of read the room, I guess, and just know what someone's motivation is. Yeah. And the, that, that gets easier when you over time yeah. to, tell, <laughs> to tell where someone's coming from. It gets, it, yeah, I feel it. You probably got a, a relatively thick skin, but kind of like what you said, too, you, can, you need to be able to kind of compartmentalize and knowing your audience. Because you're right. Some people are going to reach out to you just because they want to reach out and say their piece. They don't. You can show them documented proof, confessions, videos of everything that you said happened happening. And they're going to be like, sheep, you're a sheep. But what about <laughs> this other real. thing that has nothing to do with any of this? But yeah. what about game six of the series? Like, what? 
<laughs> we were talking about the Capitol riots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that was staged. Yeah. I that that put that was the craziest. I remember those Capitol riots. That was that actually this whole ye- that whole year was just things that you can't fucking forget where you were mm-hmm. like i like i remember like little things like i remember where i was during 9 11 i remember where i was when michael jackson died there's a couple of those moments kobe. but they're spread I out where i was in kobe, kobe when i kobe. found out about kobe when kobe died i i was like oh man this year can't get any worse it's not even been like <laughs> and then it, and then and then something gets worse yeah, yeah. like that that whole this whole that whole year is definitely going to be a long section of the of a history book. It's more like a, it might even be like more like two and a half years. Yeah, because it still feels a little kind of goofy. And I like we were in uh, uh, we were in New York two weeks ago, and I will never, I will never get tired of watching this exchange. It's just it's funny every single time. In funny, I mean that it's really sad. Is that someone will walk up and say, "Hey, you know, uh, you got to wear a mask when you're in the store," and like I'm vaccinated. Which no one has any proof of that whatsoever. I can say that. Mm-hmm. I, I can. I am vaccinated, but I mean, I have a card. But the guy's like, "I'm vaccinated, cool." And he was done with the conversation. She's <laughs> like, "He's like, that's that's awesome. So happy for you. You still need to wear this mask." And he just takes the mask and he looks over at his wife and clearly is saying something to the effect of, "Do you believe what this world's turning into?" <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen that probably twenty times in different, like in restaurants and everything. I just. It's because I don't think it's over. Like, I know it's been a crazy year. I just don't think it's over yet. Now we have more of this kind of like that nonsense like that where everyone believes that vaccination means you're impervious to everything now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't apply to you. That's not the case. I mean, we are almost, if we're not there already, I know on Friday we were at like 598,000 U.S. COVID deaths. Yeah. Not to like bring it down. Yeah. But, you know, it was not long after Joe Biden took office that we were honoring the lives of 500,000. So in that time, we've lost almost 100,000 more people to COVID-related deaths. It is definitely not over, for sure. And businesses can do that. You know, I did, uh, one of the things that I do is I'll do a legal analysis segment, and we talked about the fact that, yeah, a business can require you. It's just like no shoes, no Mm -hmm. shirt, no service. No shoes, no shirt, no mask, no service. They have every right to do that, a private business. Yeah. Yeah, we actually had a debate about that, but it was I think you were being completely naked going into Lindsay's yeah, flight Cleveland. I'd walk into Lindsay's but wearing my mask, and she's like, nah. <laughs> "Naked but with a mask." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so technically following the rules. I'm like, yeah, I'm following the rules. Hey, there's but, no uh, sign that says pants. Yeah. <laughs> no dress code. But yeah, yeah, but you're right. That is still it's a private business. They can they can dictate what their rules are. As long as they exercise that rule and enforce that rule uniformly, yeah, yeah, they can do that. I think a lot of people are, I don't think, I don't know if they're misinformed about little things about the vaccine, but a lot of people I talk to, like, so I'm doing stand-up, and then the week after the, the mask mandate's lifted, I'm wearing a mask. And I was like, why are you wearing a mask? I was like, you're vaxxed. I was like, yeah, but I'm just used to it. And then I gotta feel bad about, like, wearing a mask. So I eventually end up taking it off, because, you know, it's, you know, I just end up doing it. And but people are like, yeah, dude, if you're vax, you can't get it. And I'm just like, you can still get it. Mm-hmm. Like my sister is pregnant. She when she had her baby, baby Anderson, he's cool. But she had her first baby, and uh, and she was pregnant, and she actually got vaxed. Mm-hmm. She's a nurse. She got vaxed while she was pregnant, and then she still ended up getting COVID like right before the baby. Oh wow! Came out. Yeah, and she was safe. How scary? Yeah, it was very free because she was nervous, and like it, again, it was like, hey, everyone, get away from me. Mm-hmm. Like I was gonna come over you know, and like help her out. She goes, no, I don't want anyone here. Like I have COVID. And, and it's just, again, it's like, seems like PTSD, like that she might have 
I mean, again, also she was having a baby, so it's like that's sure, very yeah. scary. Yeah. But a lot of people, I'll tell people that, and then they'll be like, "Yeah, but I'm vax. It's not going to happen to me." I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, you still should means. be a little safe." Yeah, because you could pass it on to someone who's not vaccinated. Yeah. And their symptoms could be a lot worse. Yeah. So th- I think that well, that's the whole goal. If everyone gets vaccinated, COVID's still good. Like people are still going to get COVID. Mm-hmm. But what the the, the it's good. It's probably, I'm assuming it's going to be lesser. Like lesser symptoms, probably less deadly and harder to spread to people. That's yeah. what the doctors say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what it does. It, it, if you were to get vaccinated, like vaccinated doesn't mean you can't get COVID. Yeah, it just means that if you were to contract it, and your your chances are probably less when you're vaccinated. It's just it, it, it gives you, if you want to just say like a much better fighting chance, and probably the symptoms will be less. But it doesn't mean that you're and now. I mean, we've had flu shots for God knows how long. Still people still get the flu. Yeah. Right. See, this is this is a perfect example of people. Uh, really kind of like picking apart the news and not really getting into the nuance of it. Because yes, for sure, if you get the COVID vaccine, you can still get COVID. And the doctors have to say that because there is a small chance that you can still get COVID. And mm-hmm. people need to know that information. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But people see that headline and they're like, so they lied to us, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like the doctors have to say that to you because the people who are practicing common sense and they're doing the responsible thing and they're sharing true facts with you are sharing these facts whereas the people who get like frustrated by these other things maybe they're not so benevolent in their mm-hmm. in their motives yeah totally totally i like how you picked that apart you're like oh thank god i like what you said you like <laughs> you said a very diplomatic news. way too instead of like we'd have been like there's so many dumb fucking people out there <laughs> yeah and you're like you know some people maybe just don't understand the facts which i'm i rip between the lines <laughs> you're like there's so many fucking morons out there <laughs> But yeah, I I, I still see that. I still see it. I still <laughs> still see it. I still hear it. You know, they 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 think that like that guy in the store thought vaccination meant I'm good. Everyone, calm down. I don't need to wear a mask, and that's not that's what, not what. I mean. What things in life are 100? percent Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Brian getting spam at his email. <laughs> that's that's not, no, no, I'd say like check again. I bet you have 14,000. Oh, I probably have like <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you need cash immediately. My name is Jessica. I added you on Facebook. You didn't. <laughs> you didn't respond. Your car insurance is expiring. Yeah. Or whatever those things. Many millions of phone calls we're getting. Warranties or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, there, I at the place I uh, I work at. Uh, there's this guy. He doesn't. He he he's he's disabled. He can't talk. He can't walk. You know, he's got a the, uh, a lot of disabled people have guardians. Mm-hmm. So, like, when they go into, like, assistant living or when they go in, like, group homes, um, they have guardians to, like, to, like, pretty much like a parent. But, you know, they're they're grown men, so guardian. Um, but there's this one guy. I'm not going to say his name because that's illegal. But uh, there's, there's always a guy that calls. He calls, like, well, at least once a week. He goes, yeah, I want to talk to, let's call him, uh, let's call him Greg. He's like, yeah, I got to. He's like, yeah, I'm here to talk about Greg about his his life insurance and life insurance is up. And every time, like, a boss has to be like, uh, stop trying to spam. Uh, he can't talk. He doesn't know how to talk. Uh, he is disabled. They hang up because they're like, this guy keeps scamming. So what I like to do is I like to answer and I like to talk to the guy. I'm like, yeah, no, Greg's just busy. He's busy doing stuff. <laughs> and they're like, well, he needs to pay this insurance. And I was like, yeah, but uh, really? I mean, yeah. I, I actually have power of attorney. You wanted me for a drink and talk about yeah, it? Yeah, dude, do you want to hang out? Where are you at? And he's like, this is a waste of time. Then he hangs up. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> That's a real win when you get the scammer to hang up on you. Oh, yeah. I'm into I was, that. He's like, this isn't Greg. No, it's not. My name's Brian. Like, I'd like to up? talk to you about your warranty. I'd like, I'd like to talk to you about this chemistry we can't deny. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, 
call back at a better yeah. time. Like, this is the best time. Next time, I'm just going to play the Partridge Family. I love you. <laughs> I'm going to play it and just be like, I know we have something, Ishmael. <laughs> Me Ishmael. and you together. We got something. He's like, my name's not Ishmael. I'm like, okay, Bob. <laughs> it was pretty close. Well, let's... All right, so... Instead of focusing more on COVID and some more negative stuff, mm-hmm. let's talk about your improv days. Okay. Yeah. So, why? I mean, I understand the appeal of it. I think it sounds like a blast, but I think where you're different than a lot of people is a lot of people say it's a blast, but you actually went out there and did it. It was fun. Yeah. So, actually, uh, I don't, this is a lesser known. And we'll fun throw fact. a couple scenarios that we'd like you to react to as well. To Wonderful. Kind of <laughs> Because I'm super in improv shape. (laughs) I'm really flexing that muscle, guys. Uh, I actually took the improv class because I was on a reality show when I was in L.A. And my producers thought it would be a good idea. Well, I I was going to do it anyway, but they were like, yeah, that's a great idea. That'll, That'll play well in scenes. Yeah. What reality show was it? It was called The Drama Queen. The Drama Queen? Yeah. Is this MTV? It was on E! It was on E? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. What was it about? We had a season on E. So that company that I worked for, the hosting school, yeah. it was my boss's show. It was about all about her trying to make people really successful TV hosts. Oh, okay. And okay. she was the drama queen. It was not oh. me. Oh, okay. It was kind of like, like Hell's Kitchen. Mm-hmm. It was like a, that For TV thing. hosting. Yeah. yeah. That's a great way to describe <laughs> it because <laughs> it got aggressive. <laughs> but wait, how so? Okay, so... How was reality TV? So, again, like, you were like, I'm going to do improv because, again, like, they're not going to trust complete strangers, like, that they, they're not going to, like, they're like, hey, like, we'll give you a couple tips on how to act. Like, that's a real thing that happens in reality TV, right? Or. What? Like, do, do they, like. I'm sorry. I don't do they, like, direct. Do they, do, do they, like. <laughs> Do they like direct where to go, like where they want you to go? He's asking oh, how how he's how real being, is it? How yeah. real is reality television? Well, for me, it was super real. I was like living that day in and day out. I mean, so there was a girl on the show who was not very nice to me, and uh, it's fine. Don't feel bad for me. She was great, and she would say <laughs> she would say mean things or whatever. But then afterwards, she'd be like, "I hope you know, like I don't really mean." That. I'm like, "That was real to me, girl. Like we are living this." Like, yeah. Like she was trying to ham it up for like the the show. So, allegedly, but I mean, you've got to have that in you. That kind of gives you carte blanche to just shit on people and be like, "It's for the show." Yeah. Yeah. You stupid I'm, bitch. A little bit of truth. <laughs> little bit of okay, truth you're pointing at me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, it's for the podcast. Yeah, it's for, it's for the show. It's for the reality show. Thanks, mm-hmm. Joe. No, yeah. that's really cool. so. So you did it. You studied improv for like the reality. Well, I was doing that at the same time, and oh, okay. Uh, okay. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to do this." So like, "Oh, that's great!" Just because the whole improv thing is, if you're interacting with someone and playing off someone, there's nothing worse. Nothing kills a conversation or a scene, if you will, more than shutting down someone's suggestion. And the whole thing about improv is that whole yes and thing, right? Like you introduce some information, and then the other person is like, "Yes." I accept that and also this thing. And so you build on it and mm-hmm. it becomes a thing in that way. So, um, yeah, they thought that that would be helpful. They were excited that I was doing it at the time. Yeah. That's cool. Who did, did you work with that? Do you remember anyone you worked with? At, uh, I didn't know, like, because you said Upright Citizens Brigade, like, they have a bunch of offices. Did yeah. you work with anyone, like, really special in uh, L.A.? Uh, a couple of the people who were in my classes went on to do some cool things. Um this one, Floriana, Floriana, I think is her name. I'm forgetting it. But she went on to do some TV acting on some, I think, like some crime shows or oh, something. Okay. Well, because you, you did acting, too. Yeah. You just were, some random stuff. It wasn't like, no, not Franklin and Bash. It was Franklin and Bash. It was Franklin and Bash. And Bash. What? <laughs> oh, 
about okay, how are we just okay. getting into this now? Sorry, I just forgot. All that I, I stupid COVID talk. We could I, have been talking about Franklin and Bash. I told you earlier I was stressed, and now I'm like, oh, yeah, Stephanie was on Franklin and Bash. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. How was that? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no, I don't know the other guy's name. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Um, the not Mark Paul Gossler, the other guy, and his uh, name is Myers. escaping me. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon, no, not Brandon Myers. Brecken, Brecken Myers. Myers. Oh, the guy from Road Trip. Yeah, That's right. yeah, yeah. He was super nice. I got to got to chat with him a little bit on set because I was on. I mean, I didn't do anything extensive on the show, but I was on it a couple times, and yeah. he was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, because how old were you when you were when you had this acting fix? Oh, geez, I was in LA from 2010 until 2000. 17 so those seven years so it was right after i graduated law school so that would have made me like 24 to like 32 okay again the swiss Swiss army knife you're like i'm gonna do because a lot of people don't do a lot of people don't be like oh i want to do this and then usually just a couple days later it goes i'm not gonna do it you're just like yeah i'm gonna get some degrees yeah i'm just gonna Hang yeah. out with Franklin Myers is... on Franklin and yeah. on set. We weren't yeah. like going to get coffee or anything, but yeah. Oh yeah, but still, like that's like a lot of people are like, oh my god, I love him on Robot Chicken. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's uh, what what other stuff? I know you were in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, how long were you in Congress? <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I'm just well, throwing stuff out there now. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> um, geez, what were some of the other things that I would probably the biggest thing was that reality show. That was the biggest thing. But yeah. um, I did get to do a commercial that. What's his name? The really big soccer guy. Adam Riggle was in it, and so was David Beckham. Oh, do you, oh, you wow. commercial David Beckham? That's cool. Yeah, that was fun. Did you ever think that after, like the all the the improv stuff, the the acting stuff, being a lawyer, all the things that you would ever end up on the Gilda's podcast? <laughs> I have been dreaming of this day. Oh my god! And yes. now we are here. Yeah, yes. that's that. That better I be a soundbite. I should have. I should have said the name of a different podcast and see if she still went with it. Yeah, like, I don't even know what this is called. Yeah. Uh, like, wouldn't this, that be funny if I'm like, what podcast are we on? This is Inside Joe Burden with Brian Sterner. <laughs> That is so cool. I just, yeah. That's, oh man. I can't believe I didn't tell him about any prep. <laughs> You're like, wait, you were an actor? I was like, oh, I knew. Well, I, I was just... looking, I knew, obviously, I knew about all the legal stuff. I knew about the, 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 uh, the, your, uh, your, the, all the media things that you've done as well. Um, but no, I didn't know about that. And obviously, the, the, your podcast is awesome. I love all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, Franklin and Bash, that was your top. Well, I mean, it's all downhill from here. It was so small. I literally. I know did. it's yeah. so cool. I don't care. I don't care. It's it's just you're like it didn't mean anything. Joe's like it does to me. <laughs> I've been trying to get Mark on here forever. <laughs> I want to get Mark and Paul, both the Gosslers, on here. Yeah, yeah, they're like the Olsen twins, right? Yeah, yeah. Mark and Paul. No one knows that. It's a little. It's a celebrity secret. Yeah. There's actually Guys, two we of them. Supposed to tell him that. That's why I know. That's this why was, he's able to do so much. This was the news. We weren't supposed to like. We weren't supposed to keep it a secret, but like the public wasn't ready for it. <laughs> you know, the public wasn't ready. Yeah, it was too Darn graphic. <laughs> no, but we have the. I know, Stephanie. I know we're not supposed to say this because uh, you told us off. But we did see the video of Mark and Paul Gosler combining to be Mark Paul Gosler. Yeah. 
It's very disgusting. The super gossip. They like run and jump, and it's kind of like that scene in Dirty Dancing, but then they just morph into one person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he catches him, and then he just morphs into him like in Terminator yeah. 2. It's like the, yeah, the, like the jello sound. Yeah. <laughs> like reverse jello. Yeah, he's the liquid Terminator. Yeah. The liquid Terminator Gosler. He goes yeah. out and conquers Hollywood. Yeah, you shoot him, and it just turns blonde. <laughs> and the bullet goes away. <laughs> it just turns blonde. Yeah. And that old cell phone comes out. And yeah. <laughs> the Zach Morris phone. Yeah. Yes, the Zach Morris phone. No one even knew what that brand was. They called it the Zach Morris yeah. phone. Was yeah. it a real brand? Probably. The thing <laughs> was like, honestly, it was like this big. It was a yeah. brick. Yeah. yeah. It was, was like a... walking around with a brick and a cord. Yeah. <laughs> he always had it in his pocket somehow because it actually didn't even fit in pocket. Yeah. Oh, it was because of the time. He was probably yeah. wearing those big, like, bugle boy pants. I've thought, you know that about. I've thought about just like buying one of those big phones and just having it out in public and just being like having a having a conversation. But yeah, oh sorry, I'll talk to you later. And then just struggling for fifteen minutes to put it in a little pocket <laughs> and just like watch people reacting around. I can do this. Jeans We're, are so tight these days. It would yeah. be so hard. Right, no, rock some so flexy funny. skinny jeans and try to put a Zach Morris phone in your pocket. Yeah, <laughs> it ain't gonna happen. You're <laughs> just like, I'll just hold on to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. You didn't know this. Joe's a huge fan of. Huge fan of Franklin and Bash. Oh, I'm I am a huge fan of Mark Paul Gosler. Both of them. I, I think they're both amazing. Uh, but yeah, man, I grew up like watching Saved by the Bell. Mm, same. <laughs> yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Do you guys see the Do you guys see the uh, the new Peacock show Saved by the Bell? No. Is it a reboot? It's like a, yeah, I think it's like a reboot. Well, they're pretty much making fun of the original Saved by the Bell. Mm. And it's actually really it's really like Isn't I, I'm Zach a fan like of, the governor of California. He is, but he's barely in the show. Um, it's about his son, his son, and it's about like an inner city school. Um, like a bunch of schools got shut down and the governor, they're like, well, how about you just merge? How about you bring those schools to like very privileged schools, like privileged white schools pretty much. Like, he's like yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. So then inner city school, like, like two and a half hours away, they take like a long bus and they go to Bayside. It's just, it's very good. It's like a youthful show. Like people like, like of different worlds colliding. And Is Lark Voorhees other. making an appearance? Mm. Lark Voorhees? She's Lisa played. Turtle. Yeah. Oh no, she's not. Oh yeah, that's I didn't know her name. Lark Voorhees. She's kind of a hard name to forget. She's not Jason's in it. sister. It's who? <laughs> <laughs> that oh, Jason Voorhees. That oh, might have okay. been too deep. Right, I'm that's sorry. so funny, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> that might have been too deep. I apologize. Yeah. No, but uh, it's, it's Jason's a... half sister. No, but Scree- uh, Screech has not hit it. <laughs> sorry, he passed. No, he died. Yeah. yeah. He did. He's not in it. They don't have a Screech-like character either because. They've made that mistake once. Is Slater in it? Slater, Slater and Jesse uh, are like main characters in the show. Really? Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Now that is a busy man. Yeah, yeah. Mario he, Lopez, Mark, that's yeah. why I'm doing I some stuff. That guy hosts literally yeah. everything that's on television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hosting anything. Like if it's on TV and it needs a host, I feel like he's contractually obligated to yeah. host it. He might professional wrestle too. What? Really? Yeah, I looked at it for WWE because uh Interesting. One of his Freddie Prince Jr. actually is a writer for WWE. A writer? I, yeah, I he's actually, a writer. I did know that too. He's and a writer I know that and... because he's married to Sarah Michelle Geller, yeah. who is my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much to unpack in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, we're just we're losing it. Yeah, we spent way too much time on COVID. We should have just dug into this. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's a good show. You probably, you guys probably like it. Yeah, what does ja- a writer do for the WWE? They're like choreographing. Uh, they well, they get, oh, he might be a producer, but no writer. So like. What I know about WWE writers is like it's like a job that like you never get free time off of. Mm. You're always writing, and then like someone will call you up and be like, "Hey, we need a new we need a new thing for Raw." How? And then like I guess I guess the writers like because the writers don't like really hang out with the wrestlers. They're all they're writing pretty much twenty four seven. It's like an endless job. 
I heard a lot of writers don't like it. Like after they leave, they're like, yeah, that um, was a lot. That blows me away. Um, how hard is it to write those? That's I'm sure. I, obviously, not more easy. Into it. Well, I mean, it's like, okay, go out there, wrestle, now turn on him. Yeah, but imagine, I just wrote an episode. Yeah, but like, imagine <laughs> your boss. You're they're like, yeah, oh, it's been done before. We've already like imagine just it's like right up with some new way to smash someone in the face with a chair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like not like a soap opera. Like, I mean, soap operas, I'm assuming they just I'm assuming because they just recycled. I mean, rest, everything's recycled yeah. at this point. Um, but like when I hear about those writings, like I, I've I've heard the, the, the worst writing job is writing on SNL just because of the the pressure to like literally every single week get a show done, written, rehearsed, and approved in like four days. Yeah, I've heard about that. I didn't know. I didn't I, know much about this one. I've heard WWE is the worst. Really? Be- just because, yeah. Again, like, and everything you're getting is shut. Like, there, there's oh. episodes on Raw. Like, everything's getting shut down right before the episode. The boss Vince will just be like, "Yeah, actually, I'm just gonna write the whole episode." Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> so everything you're like, okay, it's gonna work, and then it doesn't. You're like, ah, okay, but now I gotta write for next week and see if it even. There was another comment. A lot of rejection. That was gonna, what's, uh, I forgot his name. Kind of like the smaller little comic. He's a real funny dude. Does all the roasts. He's a big wrestling fan too. Because they had asked him to to be a writer for WWE, and he said that the schedule was oh, just too uh, much. Oh, you're talking Brecken Meyer's friend. <laughs> Bash. Yeah, Which one Frank was Bash, Bash. By the way, I forgot that part. I didn't watch the show. I don't know. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think Bash was Mark Paul Gosler. Oh, I think that makes I sense. forget. That's okay. Yeah. We're losing it. IMDb will tell us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are losing it. I'm sorry. Uh, where can everybody find your stuff? Uh, I tweet everything. I put everything on my Instagram. Both of those are underscore Stephanie Haney. That's probably the easiest one. And then you can go directly to the weekly podcast at wkyc.com slash three things to know. And I do recommend both of them. Again, I, I, I really love the news. I know I've said it a couple of times, but for someone like me that can't really – watch a lot of those news programs but still wants to know i think what i would call the important things that are that are going on it's 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 really good especially honestly during the capital stuff that was usually the first thing that i re- that i listened to each day it's, re- it's really really yeah. good oh, i appreciate that thank you so much yeah i hope i hope people find it valuable yeah i, I think people I, I think people like me will and i do think that there's probably a growing population that are more getting a little desensitized with there is such a thing as too much information because then you can't siphon through and you just want to know, you know, what they think that they should know. And I, I think that's what you do. And uh, it's, again, really, really well done. Everything, sound production, it's really good. And that is a, a, a big bonus, too. Um, this was awesome. I'm really glad that we were able to finally able to get you in. This was awesome. This, this really, was really was. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> this was great. I, I'm, it I'm was. really, yeah. and to, to hear about all these other things, albeit toward the end of the podcast, yeah. uh, about all these <laughs> other amazing things that you've done. <laughs> It's been a windy road, guys. Yeah. But I'm glad that it ended here on the Gillis Podcast. Yeah. Oh, she remembered the name. Yeah. <laughs> and check her out on Channel 3 News, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah, we obviously said Oh, it, yeah. If you, ever, you know, if you ever come across Channel 3 News, yeah. she's on there. If as you well. ever come across a TV, just. <laughs> hey, you can watch it in the app. Yeah. WKYC go, app. And the app will remind you, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like AOL does. And uh, Brian, what do you have coming up? Uh, I am officially on uh, the Funny Bus. It's a tour. Yeah. Tour bus, the funny bus, Fun. funny tour bus that goes through Cleveland. It's an uh, it's an hour and a half. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. My first one is this Friday, June eighteenth, and this is the free one too. Oh, so if anyone's listening and wants to, to just message me on Twitter at the Brian Sternick or on Instagram. Brian Comedy Sternick. with Brian Sternick. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, it goes through Cleveland, gives facts. Yeah. You can drink, bring your own booze. If you ever want to come, definitely let me know. 
you ever, you guys are going to be there. You guys already tickets. got tickets. Yeah, we nice. got our tickets. We're ready to That's go. a lot of fun. Um, yeah, you've been yeah, talking about this for a little while. I know it's been kind of not verified yet. I'm glad. Yeah, it's that's... been it's been kind of stressful because I really just want to be smart. <laughs> so I've just been doing a lot of research about Cleveland and just like reading up on like every little thing. So I so I can know. So once I know everything, then I can be funny. Oh, I think I, I research Cleveland, but just stuff that absolutely no one knows and it's not helpful. Like over there, it's where I kiss Brenda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the entire tour is the history yeah. of you. Actually, one of one of the, the girl Julia uh, O'Grady, who I, I watched one of her tours, she has this hilarious story. I'm gonna ruin it, but the whole point of it, like we pass by a church and she goes, "All right, guy, there's a little bit of dead time to where like there's not that many facts." She tells a story about how she gave a hand job in the church. And it's the funniest fucking thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's so, but it's so funny. I'm gonna ruin it. You gotta go to the tour to see it. It's so funny. What a great ender. It is. <laughs> so it's check out Brian. Ending. Check yeah. out Brian on the phony bus. Uh, we'll put it out there about like the dates and the availability and how you can actually get tickets. But uh, we already I bought we bought four on Friday, so we're gonna be there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's, it's really, really good. I think it's gonna be fun too. It's really cool. There's some really funny comics Plus on Plus I get too. the pass by hilarities and yell why Sam doesn't book me. I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Good, so there's a little bit of vengeance mixed in with yeah, the yeah. Why don't you bunk me? <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well that was it. Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. The Gillers podcast with Stephanie Annie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. <laughs>